0: Welcome to the Auburn Live Podcast, your home for bold, insightful, and honest conversations around Auburn athletics. Hey, before we get going, let's give a quick shout out to our partners here at Auburn Live and the Auburn Live Show. First of all, Southeastern, great bar in downtown Auburn, fantastic two story building, beautiful place. Uh, great lounge upstairs, tons of TVs, outdoor seating area, some finger foods and stuff like that as well. Awesome location in downtown Auburn. Go visit Southeastern. Great game day experience, uh, weekend experience. Um, just go check them out. Southeastern on Magnolia. Other partner, the Irritable Bow restaurant, also on Magnolia, on the other side uh, of the street in downtown downtown Auburn down down Magnolia. Go check them out. Really good Chinese. Bao uh, food, uh, sh- shrimp, shrimp rolls, and, and steak, steak and, and, and chicken uh, skewers, and um, rice bowls, and just b- a bunch of bunch of good stuff, man. If you've never had Chinese bao, it's really really good. Shout out to our friend Whitley Dykes. Um, they get you in and out really quickly. So if you ever see a line, don't worry, it moves quickly. Go check out the Irritable Bao restaurant downtown Auburn, and uh, tell them Auburn Live sent you. All right, let's go. All right, welcome in to another Auburn Live show. Uh, appreciate everybody for joining us. Uh, I am Justin Hokinson, as always. Um, thanks for for coming on. AuburnLive.com uh, is all the uh, Auburn news you need on three sports network. So make sure you're subscribed to AuburnLive.com, and we appreciate everybody being a part of that and joining in on the Auburn Live show. Made massive success for us so far in the Auburn Live show. Like tons of downloads. Um, I mean, we're we're pushing 100,000 downloads a month already, so it's been awesome. Uh, it's been an awesome start to to the site and the show, and we appreciate everybody's support. Um, with me today is such a fun special guest. I think Miss um, Sandra Wooten, mother of Auburn linebacker Chandler Wooten. Miss Wooten, how are you?
1: I am doing wonderful. Hello, thank you for having me on the show.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So I wanted to have you on because uh, I follow you on Twitter, obviously. And, um, and I just love how involved you are. Um, you know, you're at, you're at Penn State. You're at, you're at, uh, there's the lights. Um, we
1: have the lights.
0: <laughs> you're at uh, Penn State. You're at LSU. Um, and you're just so active. Um, and, uh, oh, there they are. Are they, are they coming back on? There we go. Just every few minutes, just just kind of throw something across yeah, the room. Yeah, I,
1: I guess I'm gonna have to do that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just keep them going. Um, but you're just so active and fun and involved, and I just I thought it'd be great to get your uh, to get your perspective. So I appreciate you uh, you hopping on with us today.
1: Thank you so much for having me. Yeah.
0: Well, um, let's. I'm trying to think where to start. Let's go back to like last year a little bit because last year was crazy um, yes. with with COVID and obviously Chandler sitting out. Um, what was that like, uh, him going through that decision and, and, and not getting, you know, not playing and just, just kind of the craziness of last year. Like, what was that like for you and Chandler?
1: Yeah. Well, when we first, you know, the pandemic first hit and, um, it was really right at the same time that we found out that, uh, him and um, Cameron, his girlfriend was expecting. And so, you know, just a lot of things in life in general that was going on as to, to all of us, how we were dealing with the pandemic. And so so when he came to us with, you know, what his thoughts were, and his decision was, you know, for us, it was a no-brainer as a family because we knew where his heart was and how he, you know, was only thinking about the the safety and health of his unborn child and, and Cameron and, and, you know, just in general, he loves football. I have three sons and all of them love football, but Chandler loves football. And so for him to make that decision, I know it was, it was a hard one. It was a tough one, but it was the right one. And so I was so proud of him when he you know, told us. He didn't ask us for our input on the front end. He just kind of called us and shared with us what where he was with that. And so, you know, we we're going to support him, obviously, I, I'm through anything. But um, it was just a great, great a uh, feel to know that he, you know, would put that in perspective uh, based upon how much he loves football. So, yeah,
0: it was no family. Yeah, but, you know, there's no <laughs> doubt. Was, I mean, that was probably you know just such a tough deal to to sit out. Um, and then and then of course he, he's super involved with um, rallies on campus last year, and, and so he really became a really quickly a voice. Um, I think of. Um, of maybe uh, of the other side of things, especially in Auburn, without getting into all the politics of it. But um, so then you fast forward, last season kind of goes the way it does. It's just kind of a wash for everybody. Everybody gets a year of yeah. eligibility back and all that. Um, yeah. so then you have a coaching change. And I wanted to, that's one of the things I wanted, I couldn't wait to ask you. Going back, gosh, I guess we talked to Brian Harson, might have been the beginning of fall camp or something. Okay. And um, he was asked about he was asked about Chandler mm-hmm. and he brought up a conversation he had with Chandler when he first got to Auburn. I'm, I'm sure, you know, you already saw this quote and it caught some people. Some people took it the wrong way because mm-hmm. Brian you know, Carson came out and said, yeah, I wanted to talk to him and see how much he really loved football. Right. And some people some people took that as really, you're going to you went in questioning the guy's love of football because he didn't want to play because of covid. And, and I don't think that was what Coach Harson, you know, meant. And and I thought it was amazing to have Chandler Wooten come. Basically, came out and he def, he kind of defended. It. He goes, "I would have asked the same thing of myself." Right. Yeah. What, what do you what do you make of kind of? You probably were aware of that conversation when it happened. When Coach Hart, Coach Harson was like, "Are you in this? Like you said that last year. I'm just trying to figure it out." What do you kind of make of that relationship?
1: Well, when I first, you know, because like I said, you know, we don't do a whole lot of, you know, digging into, you know, I, I just love to support the team and the coaches. I don't do a whole lot of digging, calling the channel, asking, you know, all that stuff like that. I don't do that. So I actually, when I heard about the comment that Coach Harrison said, it was through media, <laughs> social media. I read it. Yeah. So he didn't call me and say, Coach Harrison had the nerds. You know, he didn't give any of that because that's just not the guy he is. But when I read it, I knew from a perspective of mother because I he Coach Harson's has a, a job to do, and so when you have to mix, um, you know, caring about players, doing your job, it was understandable that because he didn't know what he was walking into, and he had to assess every player. So it didn't hit me a wrong way because I kind of thought that's that's what any good coach would ask and say and try to find out. And and one I can appreciate. Coach Harson asking that because then you just kind of, it's um, authentic. You know where they're coming from. So, and then meeting Coach Harson um, directly, and then just how he interacts with the players' parents and families um, through meetings and, and um, messages and letters, um, you, you know his heart is in the right place. And so you can appreciate a coach when his heart is in the right place and asking the hard questions or doing the hard, making hard decisions. Because it's it's a, it's twofold. It's business as well as you know doing his job as well as making sure he's taking care of the heart of the team. So it didn't hit me the heart a wrong way, you know, either way. So
0: yeah, um, yeah, I just thought that was fascinating, and and to hear Chandler's answer to that in response, and um, of their relationship, and 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 how you know Harson from listening to Coach Harson, I, I can tell you it's hard to impress him um that's my that's my impression like he is he is just i mean if you're not doing the all th- all he cares about is doing the little things like if you're not doing that and and honestly the most glowing praise he's given about any player on the team is chandler Wood. i mean his comments about chandler about him respecting him as a father respecting him as a man mm-hmm. and them just having kind of a bond through that conversation you know you have chandler a guy who said i'm, I'm not gonna play I'm going to yeah. deal with you know. I think you know. I'm not going to play you know. And and uh, and and then you know that could be a tough thing for Brian Harson to right. Deal with, and they and they have a hard conversation, um, but for them to come out of it with the relationship they have, yes, is I think kind of uh, amazing.
1: Right, I agree too because for me it was you know I I could tell they have a special relationship and. Um, I can say that because as a mother, you want your son, and, and I, I say this, I don't care how old they get, they're going to always be my babies. <laughs> I tell people, he's 22 years, outside." I don't care, he's my baby. <laughs> and so, you know, you want that kind of leader and male figure in your son's life. And right. this is what Coach Harson has brought to the table. I mean, Chandler has played with Auburn. This is his fourth year, Um, of course, not with the year he opted out. And so to still see him have a glow in his eyes for playing and being out there on the field, that lets me know that the coaching staff has done that, has given, because he was out for 20 months. And so they have, you know, kind of given him a, a new fire for football. And I can appreciate that as a mom, because that's all I want him to do is to do what he loves to do and be passionate about it. And the coaches allow him to do that. He has a great relationship with Coach Harson. And I can see why. Because again, when I met him, I'm one of those kind of people I like to, you know, kind of feel people out. And I was impressed with Coach Harson as well. So I was like, yes, he's the right leader for Auburn at this time in this season. And not just because he's got a skill set for football, but he's a people person. You can you can feel that. You can feel that. And so I think when you get the people side of it, right, everything else will kind of, you want, you want your players to feel excited about playing for you. Yeah. Yeah. So when you get the people side of it, right. Then I, everything else will fall into place. Uh, Cause they got mad talent on the team, <laughs> you know? So, you know, now you just got to get the players ready to play for you talent. So, yeah.
0: I think you have such a unique perspective because with, with Brian Harson being so new, that's man that's the thing the thing i've noticed from fans on our message board other places they're just trying to figure out who he is and every every decision he's making is being analyzed because they're just trying to figure out like okay what's he about you know and then just they're just analyzing it like crazy and so i think you bring i've told people that look i I don't know what the future holds like there's so many things recruiting or injuries or so many things that dictate how you know what your record is going to end up being but i think approach wise in my opinion I, it's hard to find many faults with how, how coach Harson approaches, you know, coaching and and, and, and the players and what it takes to win and, and attention to detail and building a culture of doing it every day. Like it's, it's hard to find a lot of fault in that. I think you bring interesting perspective because you've obviously, you know, had conversations with
1: him. And, and you know, when I saw his, his theme, you know, one, you know, one and oh, you know, Every game is one and oh, and you know, he's like, okay, you know, and then I sat back and thought about it and I was like, yeah, because really all you're doing is looking at what is in front of you, taking care of business at that perspective. I'm not looking at my schedule all down the line because that's what we, you know, too. you know, we've have, we have one of the toughest schedules in the SEC. Know. And it just, it just keeps coming. So you can't get that. I, I tell Chandler all the time, You know, we always say as a family, you know, football playing football is 90% mental and you know 10% skill and talent. So it's the mindset that you have to stick with. And I like what Coach Harson is doing with them because they're one and oh, every game we're gonna win right here, one and oh, you know, so I love that concept and it keeps the players, I think, um, centered, because that's what you want. You don't want them. Um, analyzing all that, you know, we get enough of that on social media. Yeah. So great how he hums that in in the locker room with that theme, that mantra that we're going to always stay one and oh, we're going to be one and oh and, and tackle every um, game with that same um, energy and concept. And when uh, I tell Chandler all the time when we text and I always text him before games, um, after the game, of course, we see him in post um, game you know, so it's always, you know, continue to keep that focus. I say play to the clock, say zero, 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 zero. I don't care what the story, I don't care what the other team is doing. You all are just as talented and every talented team that comes to, to the field is anybody's game. I don't care what you come to the, to the game with. And so play to the clock, say zero, 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 zero. And that's what we did when we was in high school, well, league in middle school, high school, and now through college. So. Uh, it's no different now that he's, you know, so mature in the game. I still tell him to say play to the class. Zero, 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 zero.
0: Um, what's it been like to, to, to travel? So I, I see you, you went to Penn state, you went to LSU. Um, What is it like to be a parent and go to these road games? I mean, home games, you know, you're probably a little more familiar. It's, it's a place, you know, you, you get a little bit more of the amenities, you know, you can probably be in under the stadium or have access to things and, you go on the road and you're, you're there like a fan. Um, I mean, really like a fan and you're in the state. What was Penn state like? What was, what was LSU like?
1: Okay. I'll tell you Penn state, they, their fans and the people in the city were absolutely phenomenal. Now I'll tell you Auburn fans showed up. They weren't expecting us to show up in numbers because of how far it was. Uh, but you really could tell we've got a great fan base. You know, we were we were orange out as much as we could. It was still a lot white. <laughs> we were definitely outnumbered. But it was a great atmosphere. People was asking us, were we OK? Because like you said, you don't know where you're going. Um, all of that. And so they were so nice inside the stadium. We were outnumbered for sure. They was loud. It was it was a hostile environment. I was like, OK, our guys has got it tough. But the fans, uh, for the most part, uh, were absolutely phenomenal. And then they turned around and said the same thing about us. Um, So it was a great experience. I knew it was going to be fun because, you know, it was estimated to be over 100,000 people, and it certainly was. (laughs) And so it's been great. We enjoyed our stay. We flew there, and then, um, you know, of course, the night before. And then we had a little time um, there before the game, and then we, you know, flew back Sunday. So the um, experience of traveling has been fun because it's been places that we haven't, you know, been able to go to and visit before. So we've been enjoying that as a family as well. Um, it's typically me, my husband, and my sister. His, uh, we call her T-mama. She's like a to my, my children. And um, so it's typically us that's definitely traveling. Um, LSU, my husband and I had to drive it. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so we went down early. We, we have to stay in Mobile. Alabama, and then we went the rest of the way to Baton Rouge. Um, and so since it was an evening game, um, and because it was raining, I don't think it was, we've been to an LSU game before and it was bananas. It was so many fans and tailgating was off the chain. So since it was raining, um, Saturday, last Saturday, it was not, it was still busy, but not as busy as it could have been, I think, because it's such a, a high powered game. Um, but, um, LSU fans are just as nice, too. I mean, we haven't had any problem now. At last couple of times, obviously, they've won. And so, of course, yeah. we was leaving LSU, the campus, because after we saw Chandler off, we was leaving the campus. It was cleared. It was like, where's LSU? Because they usually be still tailgating. They yeah. could, on Saturday. I can see them like losing, so yeah,
0: they
1: got real quick. <laughs> got out of
0: there. They got out, they of, got there. out of there. Yeah. What an exciting game uh, down, down to the, down, down to the wire. What was it like to watch, uh, to watch him punching it at the end watch Bo Nix run around like a, like a madman, uh, a lot of drama.
1: I, oh yeah. Well, first of all, when, when the first couple of quarters, I says, okay, we just got to settle down, you know, cause sometimes, and, and especially when you're on the road, it's, it really can be a lot more extra because, you know, it's just so much in the end with the crap noise from the crowd and, it just plays a little bit more when you're away. I, I can get that. And so I just kept saying, Oh, settle down, settle down. Y'all got to get settled. And, um, and that was just across the board with the defense, with the offense, with everybody, just, you know, play your game, play, think about your game. And, and you know, of course you always want to lift up the coaches and, you know, help them with their decision-making. And so as a fan, all you, you know, we got to play it to the end. It's okay. And we kept it close so I was really happy about that even though I thought it could have been a little bit more they could have had way more points because you know what was going on in the first half but at halftime I was like okay we're still it. we're still close it's not far away from us we just gotta settle down and play Auburn football that's all I knew It's just we got the talent I always say that all the time ain't no man's uh no team's talent better than I'm in. <laughs> the talent. so we just got to settle down and play our ball do what we do best and so um and that's what we did <laughs> yeah. exciting. Oh, yeah, it, was, it was exciting
0: <sighs> exciting game um well we got a big one uh this weekend georgia comes to town obviously you know you you, you got a chandler's from georgia you're in georgia um just north of atlanta uh, I mean, boy, Atlanta's Georgia country. North of Atlanta, a lot of lot of Georgia fans. I'm sure you've grown up around them. I'm yes. sure Chandler grew up around them. Mm-hmm. What does this game? Uh, what's this game mean to man? Because I've been following Auburn football for a long time, and uh, every every year, this game usually. I mean, I, it's <clears throat> it's a little less maybe now, but boy, back in the '90s and the 2000s, I mean, there used to be. I mean, you'd have a good, you know, you probably have a solid thirty or forty percent of your team at least would be from Georgia. Oh, and yes. this game was huge. I mean, this was the iron bowl for, for the Georgia players. And then you had the actual iron bowl where Georgia players could help the Alabama guys win their game and mm. and vice versa. And so uh, this is just Auburn has so many players from Georgia every year that this is it's such a big game for, for those guys. What, what's it like for Chandler and you you know, what's this rivalry mean to 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 you guys?
1: Yeah, you're right. We have a lot of friends that are uh, Georgia Bulldog uh, grads, alums and um, families that are intertwining and into Georgia. So it's a it's a great school. They have a great team. Um, but, you know, we we are just excited about what our team because don't. They don't expect them to um, hold their own.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: See some of the uh, <laughs> the little stats about how the, the spread, the little score spread. And I was say, okay, they don't, eh, we ain't no little beautiful team now. We 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 got <laughs> we got some talent. So I just hope that our guys use that as the necessary to, uh fuel because, you know, um I think we both have great teams. This is going to be a really, really great game. I think we have to stay focused and I do like that we have the home field advantage and the crowd, the crowd has definitely got to be the 12th <laughs> yeah. man. The field, we have got to really, I mean, step it up and keep our guys hyped um, and, and just that energy that, 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 you know, down, cause they're home, they, they're at home. So they can, they can kind of feel a little bit comfortable about that. Um, uh, Team, they do, they do really well about, um, analyze the field. I, I know Chandler does. Chandler analyzes film like crazy. So you, you best believe he already knows um, the ins and outs of what um, George's team is bringing from an offensive standpoint. And as a leader for Auburn, he's keeping his, his teammates um, know about that. And they are too. They, we've got some very, very smart, skilled. A talented young men and so they're prepared they're going to be ready it's just a matter of again taking the time to get your mental right and stay in the game and so um don't come out blazing so we can't we can't not do that you know we got to come out blazing as well and, and show them that we are the caliber team that you know yeah, yeah you're ready. we're ready for you just like you're ready for us so um I don't think, you know, again, I just think they're just looking at Auburn as um, we're trying to rebuild. And I don't think we're rebuilding. We've got a lot of uh, veteran players uh, and we've got a lot of players that know how to beat in championship and um, high powered games. So, um, you know, we just got to kind of either tune some of that out and then just know that what we got on the field is going to be enough. And it will be, it will be.
0: What is it like for Chandler uh, to be a, to be a dad and, and play college football and deal with school. I mean, we hear so much about the demands on just being a student athlete. Like alone, mm-hmm. um, it's crazy what these guys are required to do now to be a part of the athletic programs, especially football. I mean, it. You know, you got coaches making millions, so so it's a program. I mean, you're watching film, and there's a ton of demands, and then you got to make your grades. And then he, and then you know and then now he's a he's a dad. I, I got a two and a half year old, so I yeah. couldn't have doing that. I mean, I have I have that in a job. If I had that job in school, it would be crazy. Let alone for you know a twenty-two year old kid. What's it been like for him to to adjust? And 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 um, you know, it's it's a, it's definitely a different life for a for a college. Yeah, chair.
1: it's definitely been uh, been adjustment. But Chandler has taken it on with a lot of grit. And uh, when I tell you, it's something about the special relationship he has now with his son. You know, I guess you know, listening to us, you know, rambling away about how much we love our children. But until you have your own, you don't really know what that's like. And so I think he's kind of letting that all sink in now. And then he has a great support base. You know, Cam is a phenomenal in making sure she's doing what she's doing to allow him to be where he needs to be. So they're working as a team and a unit. And then of course, you know, her family and our, our side of the family, we give them that necessary support, but you know, they're all in, both of them are so all in. And it's just amazing to see them evolve into parents and how well they take care of chance. It, um, I'm just so proud of him. Um, but you know, he uh, he says uh, when he's doing his family life on Monday, they they don't have practices and so forth. Monday is his family life, and he he's all in when it's Monday. And then you know, again, when he has to go off and do what he has to do, it's it's a job for him. And so Cam has to take take the take the load thereafter. So yeah, it's been it's been interesting to see him blossom into that role for sure.
0: Yeah, it's it's been. Uh, I think I think from the outside looking in, I think Chandler has become just from my perspective. I think Chandler Wooten has become, you know, one of the guys on the team that 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 you look for. Is, is he's absolutely a leader. I thought it was cool that he was you know named a captain that first week, and mm-hmm. I, I don't remember who said it, uh, but one of the players was like, he's always been a captain. He's always been vocal. He's always been that leader, and so I think you know sitting at he made that decision last year but then he sat out and then coming back this year I just think really quickly he's become one of those guys that Auburn fans respect and love and appreciate um and and he'll just be one of those guys that that Auburn fans will remember as just a dude who who played hard and loved Auburn and um so I I have a lot of respect for you know who he is and, and and what he brings to the team
1: he has always been, and that's one of the things I really marvel and love about Chandler is he's always been uh, so uh, under the radar. He's so unassuming. He's like his dad. I'm the flamboyant one. He didn't get that from me. So I'm, I'm always out there. So he'd be like, mom, you know, he'll say,
0: yeah.
1: "I, well, I can't." You know, so he is definitely just, you know, he don't want the the limelight, he don't do, he don't seek that out. He's not that kind of player. He's one that's going uh, you know, I'm going to, to always lift up those around me as a team. And, you know, he, he's always been like, I never forget um, in high school when he was um, going to choose who, where he was gonna go. And we had, you know, done the recruiting road um, and probably did about um, six or seven visits. And um, he he knew he was going to um, choose Auburn. He he had already told us that some you know time before, but he was like, Mom, I don't want to take away from because they were doing a great run at the, with the season. He said I don't want to take away from all of that because it was just all about where you gonna go, where you gonna. He says, No, it's, it's you know we got to get the team, we got to handle business on the field, and I'll do my, um, you know what is it called selection whatever they have these obviously these yeah. they do now I says okay so you know it was I was so proud of him because it, again it wasn't about him he, he was thinking about the team and how that would affect the team and the mindset of the team and so he's always been a great leader in that that respect and so you know to see him evolve into the leadership role at Auburn um, we're not surprised we're so you know so honored and be, and happy to be a part of the journey with him so let's just do that.
0: Do y'all have like a little uh, a, a parents club? Like when you travel to these games or home games, are there some player parents that that you always that you sit with or that you text during the week? I mean, do you have like a linebacker mom's club that you're like? I mean, like what?
1: Yeah, no, we don't. We have a Facebook parent Auburn club. Okay, that helps us keep you know like the in the know. And I have to say, Auburn um, administrative team—they're always so good about making sure we know what game day information is and. We get uh, emails about that, but then we have the Facebook parent, Auburn, um, um and then we all kind of put in things about that. And of course, when we go and sit in the stadium, no matter whether we are away or or, or home, for the most part, families are sitting together. Yeah, so it, you get to you know know some of the families of players, and then you see the numbers, and like, oh, okay, you're you know you're what's today's mom, and you're what's what's-her-name's dad, so yeah. you to kind of um, and, and, of course, cheering our guys on as a unit in the stands is always fun. And we're by the band most of the time, you know, um, uh, 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 definitely for away games. But, of course, the band is over there for the students uh, section on home games. But, uh, but you know, it's just it's great that we sit together. We do have a parent tailgate um, in most games, the home games, um, that you can go earlier on before Tiger Walk. And so it's it's been a great experience. Um, If you are a new parent to Auburn, um, you're going to be embraced. Uh, You know, if you come to the game, you know, you go to the tailgate, it's it's that kind of family atmosphere, even with the parents of the athletes. And so um, we would I would love for us to be like, you know, do more. But, you know, we're all over the country. so Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So we just really get a chance to come together for game day.
0: Yeah. That's so much fun. Um, all right. Let's end, let's end on this. If you had to give a message to Auburn fans um, in terms of the program and what they should maybe expect from, from, from Brian Harson, we talked a little bit about it earlier, but if if fans are just trying to figure out who he is or the staff or who's Derek Mason or and what are these guys like, uh, what would be your message to them when they, when they freak out over a loss or they, you know, fans get second guessing and it gets, you know, it gets crazy. What What's kind of your message on, hey, here's Brian Harson, and they're, you know, are they in good hands? Just like what, what do you, what's kind of your message to them of what, maybe what they should expect? Um, What kind of kids do you think they'll recruit? Just kind of give people some perspective. Let's end on that.
1: Okay. So what I'll say is I know for a fact that Auburn has the best fans in the world, absolutely hands down. And I'm not just saying it because I'm one, (laughs) (laughs) but you know, just the love that people in general have for the team and so I would say just kind of remember that and trust the process it is a process you know you know coach Carson has come in and he's done something that I think that one our players need and he's kind of rallied them um, as a unit it's not separate units here we don't have defense in offense especially he's rallied them as the Auburn football team so trust the process it might not be a you know 10 and 0 season or whatever the case may be but trust the process he is right man for the job at this season because we've got some great talent great talent coming in even though some talent is moving out but he has the heart I think he has it right And that he wants a unit, not just pockets of success. You know, when he doesn't look at, okay, Auburn defense is the best. And, you know, offense needs, you know, he says Auburn football is where we are. And so you want that. Trust the process. You know, we'll get there, I think, in some years uh, as far as a championship team for Sure. If not this season, because the season is not over with yet. <laughs> hey, until zero, 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 zero. We won it, oh, okay. So trust the process. You know, if we have a loss, it's going to be a loss. I think just like with the Penn State, it was a teachable loss. And it wasn't even a, I, I even tweeted after the Penn State loss. I can't be mad at my team because those boys played with heart. Oh my goodness. And when you play with heart and you give your best, you can't do nothing but walk away with a a good feeling about that. And so, you know, no one wants to lose, but if you have to lose, you lose with integrity, you lose with coming away with lessons. And I think that's what we did with the Penn State, uh, you know, game. And so trust the process is what I would say to our Auburn fans. I'm going to trust the process. I trust our coaching staff. Our guys are in great hands. Um, So we'll we'll trust the process and go one and one, uh, one and oh, at each game. How about that?
0: Perfect. Miss Wood, thank you so much for joining us today. I really really appreciate it. I
1: appreciate it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. We'll have to, uh, we'll have to find a reason to get back, get you back on soon. I I, I know fans (laughs) are going to love to hear your perspective and uh, keep tweeting. Uh, (laughs) I'm going to keep following you. Hit me up if you need anything. Okay. Um, And uh, hopefully I'll see you. Maybe, Maybe I'll get a chance to to meet you before one of the games, but I appreciate you coming on. Thank, thank everybody for listening. Auburn live.com. Make sure you go subscribe. Um, yes, be, right. Yeah. Subscribe, be a part of it. Um, and uh, we'll be back with another show as Auburn gets ready for Georgia. We'll see everybody. Yes,
1: Mama would to be in the building.
0: If you go, <laughs> Y'all have a great one. All right. Eagle. Or Eagle.